The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. As work continues to build up downtown Edmonton, there are still a lot of concerns about what is happening there. And curious to know, Chadville, how often you get downtown. Why are you going downtown? Why are you not going downtown? Well, we know that Hudson's Bay announced in May that it would be closing its downtown location this fall. Holt Renfrew closed in January, and now those luxury brands that were once available in that store, they're actually heading to West Edmonton Mall as standalone stores. So what does the pull to malls mean for them, and and what's in store for downtown Edmonton? Craig Patterson is a retail analyst with Retail Insider, a consultant and director of applied research at the School of Retailing at the U of A. Craig, welcome back to the show. Thanks for having me. All right, so uh, let's take a look at this. Um, first off, I mean, we're just we're waiting for the bay. They, they said this fall, right? Do we know when that's going to happen? I'm not actually sure what the exact date is going to be for that closure, but they did. Yeah, they said the fall, so it, it could be quite soon. Yeah, okay. So I think, um, you know, if we kind of like backtrack just a little bit, I mentioned, you know, about how Holtz uh, closed in January and a lot of those luxury brands now moving to standalone stores in in WEM. For a lot of us, let's be real, given the financial situation, most folks or a lot of folks are finding themselves in, um, you know, luxury brands aren't something that we're, we're really looking for right now, but they are still a hot commodity, aren't they? They are um, in other parts of the country, and I was blown away by this as well. Uh, we've actually seen luxury brands doing higher sales uh, at this time than they were uh, at this time last year, especially jewelry uh, and certainly uh, companies that sell bags, uh, uh, kind of like what Gucci and Saint Laurent will be carrying at West Edmonton Mall when they open. Uh, eventually. So why do you think that is? Um, well, you know, not everyone's hurting. That's the interesting thing. Uh, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there's certain segments of the population that have a lot of money. Um, they've had money for a while. They'll continue to have it. And, and they haven't uh, been, say, traveling internationally recently, which makes sense given the uh, travel restrictions. And some people mm-hmm. just want to be able to treat themselves. So getting you know that Gucci or Louis Vuitton bag uh, is probably a small expense for someone in that uh, income range anyways. But uh, yeah. they're just buying, you know, buying something instead of going to Paris or London or, or Rome. <laughs> Wow. So we know that Holt's closed down in January. We're talking about these these luxury brands now moving into West Edmonton Mall as a stand as standalones. What does that say about downtown Edmonton that that the Holt's you know they couldn't make it there, but these luxury brands are moving to a mall and are doing okay there. Yeah, it's an interesting situation because uh, downtown Edmonton, despite the fact that. We've seen tremendous uh, development with the ice district and whatnot. Uh, there yeah. has been a retail decline over the last at least couple of decades in downtown Edmonton. Uh, there were certainly more high-end retail brands in the past. Uh, uh, I would really chalk it up to the suburbanization of Edmonton and the fact that, uh, you know, number one, most people don't seem to want to go downtown. They have to pay for parking. Uh, number two, there's a perceived lack of safety being in the downtown core, as well as yeah. really a generally uncompelling retail mix. So. Uh, the suburbanization of Edmonton, I think, has really led to these brands looking to West Edmonton Mall. Um, Holt Renfrew itself left partly because um, the brands that are located in Holt Renfrew stores, and they do it as a concession, which means that they're leased departments within the bigger Holt Renfrew store. Those okay. brands were not interested in being in downtown Edmonton. Um, there were certainly negotiations happening in terms of uh, trying to get Holt Renfrew into West Edmonton Mall. Uh, those, unfortunately, were not successful. So now 
uh, the landlord for West Edmonton Mall, Triple Five, has been able to actually secure the best brands that were in Holt Renfrew that were making the most money and are now actually just opening those standalone stores at West Edmonton Mall. So they've, you know, bypassed Holt Renfrew altogether. You know, I think for, you know, maybe many Edmontonians, we don't necessarily think of WEM, well, maybe that's not fair. I was going to say WEM as a, you know, as the initial shopping destination that you're going to go to. You might go, you know, you find your usual stuff at Southgate and, and, and Kingsway and Londonary and that sort of stuff. But, you know, maybe that's that's not true because, I mean, WEM is still busy uh, on a, you know, it, it's still busy and we have to remember that it is a shopping destination for many across the province isn't it it's just an edmonton thing yes and uh, i mean west edmonton mall certainly wasn't looked at as a luxury destination in the past uh, i think it's still finding its way in that in that respect too having opened uh, louis vuitton last year was was a major coup for west edmonton mall uh, it really started when tiffany and company the jeweler uh, based mm. in new york opened its store in 2013 uh, I saw that as really the pivotal point for the beginning of West Edmonton Mall turning into uh, a luxury node in terms of having brands. So it took a few more years to get a few more brands in. Uh, we eventually saw Louis Vuitton move in, Canada Goose came in, uh, some you know upper mid contemporary brands like Marcane, Kate Spade are uh, are in the shopping mm-hmm. center, and now Gucci and uh, Saint Laurent, uh, you know, are confirmed to be moving wow. into the shopping center. And what that's going to do is um, that's actually going to uh, result in other luxury brands eventually also moving into the mall. Because I've been told the Louis Vuitton store with them tomorrow is doing very well right now. Uh, it was doing very hmm. well downtown. So if well, I was going to say is it, would that um, push out other um, you know midline stores from from a place like West Edmonton Mall? Would would you know if you have more and more luxury stores going in, would it push out other stores, or will, do you think there's just going to continue to be that blend? Oh, I think it'll continue to have that blend. I mean, West Edmonton Mall has way too much of a square footage to, to dedicate yeah. strictly yeah. to luxury. Uh, you know, there's about 3.8 million square feet of retail space on top of the entertainment space and whatnot that's also, you know, in the complex. So, um, I mean, West Edmonton Mall has stores like Dollarama. It's got grocery stores, drug stores. Uh, uh, all together, it's, it's going to be a very diverse retail experience. You'll be able to, you know, literally buy something at a dollar store or you can go to Saint Laurent and buy an $8,000 jacket. Uh, I don't think that retail mix is going to be. Wow. I, it sounds ridiculous, doesn't it? Yeah, <laughs> completely that's, ridiculous. That's the price point that you're looking at. I mean, at Gucci, you know, your bags might be 1500 to 4000 or more, just depending what the material is. And, uh, uh, you know, I, I'm a little blown away at the, you know, the fact that Edmonton would have a market for this because downtown Louis Vuitton was doing about $20 million a year in sales before uh, it closed. And then at West Edmonton Mall, probably do over $30 million, uh, next year as things get a little more uh, on track. Wow, Craig Patterson joining us this afternoon. Okay, let's cycle back to to, to uh, downtown. With Holtz gone now, with uh, the Bay gone, or, or going to be gone here, I, I mean that, you know, those anchors really leave a big hole. Um, when you're looking, if you were to click your heels together and, and and wave a magic wand, like if I was to do that, what is needed down there? I mean, what what has to go in there to replace that to try to revive things? in that area yeah. well I, I don't think downtown edmonton will ever be the same uh there's a few issues around that uh who's going to be coming back and working in the office buildings in the future mm-hmm. i mean this, this is a big what if uh you know are people going to be coming downtown i mean what i think would be needed to revive downtown edmonton and you know i'm not hopeful i guess would be uh, a really really strong retail mix i mean downtown edmonton's competing against kingsway mall which is only a yeah. short distance north and has free parking and has stores like lululemon brown shoes you know a lot of the stores yeah. that should be downtown 
Um, you need a compelling retail mix, extended uh, hours uh, in terms of stores being open late. Uh, that's always been an issue. Uh, I think a, a more of a feeling of safety, uh, even if the downtown is safer than it was, uh, perception is reality and some people don't feel like it's, it's a safe place to be, unfortunately. And uh, overall, I guess, creating a destination that would be able to compete with the suburbs. That is going to be extremely challenging. Uh, the ice district in the surrounding area was a very good start, but uh, I don't think it's going to be enough to uh, revive uh, downtown Edmonton on its own. I, I, I mean, it's really unfortunate. Down, Edmonton is the first major city in Canada that will not have department stores downtown, uh, which is a bit of a black eye. I mean, wow. that puts Edmonton in the same category as you know, cities like uh, Cleveland and, and Indianapolis and, you know, American cities, Tulsa, uh, Oklahoma. Craig, I want to cycle back to something that you said. You, you said, you know, stores like in Kingsway, like Lululemon and, and Browns and that sort of stuff. And you said that those are the type that should be downtown. Why aren't they downtown? <laughs> well, uh, the mall landlords have won to a degree. I mean, Oxford Properties uh, still owns that shopping center. And uh, they've got strong connections to leasing. You know, they, they've been mm-hmm. able to secure tenants in there, as well as the other shopping centers, especially Southgate, uh, which is at Ivanhoe Cambridge owned shopping center. Uh, uh, it, really, the shopping centers have competed against downtown, and they won for the most part, uh, which I think is unfortunate. Downtown Edmonton at one time was by far the most robust retail area of the city. Uh, you know, five or six department stores were downtown at one time, and uh, now there'll be zero. I mean, it, it's really quite incredible, but it, it's it's also a trend in, in terms of the suburbanization of, of Canada. And we only really have, I'd say, three really strong downtowns in Canada, and that would be Toronto, Montreal, and Vancouver. Uh, Calgary uh, in its downtown core is a Hudson Bay, uh, a very large whole Renfrew store and a Simon's uh, store, but uh, it's still it's very quiet down there and it's not guaranteed that those stores will remain open in the future. You know, you talk about the suburb- suburbanization of, of, of cities, and certainly as Edmonton gets more and more, you know, spread out, you take a look at, uh, at what's, what's happening. Why, why do some malls succeed and, and others seem to be barren wastelands? Like, my go-to mall shopping centre is, is Southgate. It's, you know, my side of town. I like to go there. Um, I, I think I've been to Londonderry once or twice, maybe three times in my entire 20 years that I've lived here. Kingsway a few times. And I and I really enjoy Southgate. It has all the stuff that I want. Has all the stuff that I that I need. But why is it that some do really well and other ones just seem to to, as I said, seem to be barren wastelands? Yeah, it's a good question. I mean, typically uh, the way I look at it is it's the investments that are made by the landlord as well as the mix of tenants that are in the shopping center. So. In the case of Southgate, it's got a really great mix of uh, retailers mm-hmm. from a, a major department store, which would be Hudson's Bay, to uh, RH, or some might know it, Restoration Hardware. Uh, you've got Coach and Kate Spade, Sephora for cosmetics. Uh, it's got a really great mix. So landlords that have been able to create attractive environments that make people comfortable to come and shop in them, as well as having that mix of stores that people want, really is that, that secret to success uh, to a degree as well as, you know, location, 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 as they say, because uh, I think Londonderry is the most attractive looking shopping centre in Edmonton. Mm-hmm. Uh, the renovation that was done over a couple of years, uh, which, uh, I think it's finished in 2017, I think it looks great. But if you look at the demographics of the area, it is a little bit challenging and that's why the mall hasn't been as successful as it should be, uh, you know, given how beautiful it is. Uh, you know, the washrooms are great. It's got food and beverage in there. Or, uh, maybe it's not so attractive, after, you know, with COVID-19, but, you know, all, it, it's ticking <laughs> off all the boxes. It just had trouble getting the tenants, but it did get H&M, which is impressive.
Yeah. So, you know, when, so moving forward, I mean, because you talk about the renovations and that sort of stuff, and there's, you know, the talk about what's going to happen with Bonnie Doom Mall and, and you know, uh, redoing that and that whole area, but that's going to take a very long time. You know, it seems that we plop these shopping centers down into a place, we put a big parking lot around them, but we don't really do a great job of integrating them into the community, right? Like making them a part of something other than just a mall with a parking lot. What needs to be done moving forward to, to, to do a better job of that? Would, would that be uh, better all the way around for the mall, for the community, for the city? Yes, and it's coming. So here's the interesting thing is Victor Gruen, who was from Austria originally, uh, came to the United States. He's credited as being the inventor of the shopping center. And his original plan for Southdale in Minneapolis, which is the first one he did, uh, was a complete community. So you were going to have residences and, you know, apartment buildings. You're going to have schools and parks and shopping, uh, restaurants. It was uh, going to be, you know, everything. It was going to be a town centre. But the uh, landlords really just took that money-making part of having the commercial shopping centre and ran with that concept. And that's why throughout North America we see these malls that have seas of parking around them. Uh, yeah. with, you know, one or two-storey high shopping malls. That, that's the model that we're used to, but that really wasn't actually what it was supposed to be. So um, I, do a, I do a study for Retail Council Canada each year, not this year because it's been, you know, 2020 and COVID. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> you know, with that, what, we, what we looked at was the future of malls, and really most of them at some point are going to be redeveloped into these town centres. They're going to have housing, and the parking will be underground if we don't have autonomous vehicles at that time. Um, kind of like what we're seeing happening in Bonnie Doon, where sections mm. of the mall will be demolished and you're going to see mixed uses in there, which will include, you know, everything from schools to offices to residences and, of course, shopping as well. I like that idea. I really do like that idea. And a lot of people, um, they did a, a survey, International Council of Shopping Centres, saying that uh, people would actually like to live on a shopping centre property uh, because of the convenience. Mm. Uh, if you can walk downstairs and get your groceries, go to the drugstore and uh, go to a restaurant with a friend. Uh, if I was a senior citizen, it'd be great to live in a shopping center. You could do your, you know, walking in the morning or whatever you want to do. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's a pretty en- enviable uh, lifestyle if you think about it. Well, I think it's going to be fascinating to watch to see what happens over the, the next many years. Uh, Craig, always appreciate your insight on this sort of stuff. Uh, appreciate you taking the time on this Friday afternoon. Have a fantastic weekend. Oh, thank you. You too. Thanks for having me on the show today. Yeah, you betcha. Craig Patterson joining me this afternoon uh, with uh, Retail Insider. Always great to talk with him. But isn't that, you know, it's interesting stuff, but boy, oh boy. Man, some people have a lot of cash. <laughs> 7000 bucks for a freaking jacket. Um, okay, your text coming in this afternoon. Downtown, malls, where are you going to? I mean, I go downtown once a month um, to, to get my hair done. Uh, to be honest with you, going down there uh, tomorrow, there's a number of shops that I do like to go down to. If I'm if I'm shopping, you know, at Christmas time, I'll do 124th Street. I love that area. 104th Street, love that area as well. But I know there's a lot of folks that still have a lot of concerns about uh, about downtown uh, Edmonton. And you know, my son lives in downtown, and 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 he says since he's moved in in the past couple of years, things it feels more dangerous. That is just that's his words.